0: It's Friday, September 9th, 2022, and welcome to Episode 19 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. In this edition of the Postcast, a misunderstanding during the heat wave leads to unnecessary power outages. The city's draft housing element receives the state's stamp of approval. The City Council approves amendments to the Alameda Point Site A plan. AC Transit provides free transportation for Alameda Point workers. And get ready to have your trash inspected. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story, the devastating heat wave that hit the Bay Area this past week put a historic demand on the area power grid, with California breaking a 16-year-old power demand record on Tuesday. The weather has resulted in a string of flex alerts that had reached nine consecutive days as of Thursday. It appears the flex alerts are working as the state has avoided the rolling blackouts that many feared would be necessary. So why did some Alamedans lose power? Here on the island, Tuesday afternoon saw a brief loss of electricity in the Grand Street area as Alameda Municipal Power shifted substations to better handle the load. But then, at 6.05 p.m., 1,400 amp customers were shut off in what was originally declared to be a planned rotating outage. However, as reported by Liz Barrett at AlamedaPost.com, it appears that the outages were unnecessary, and the result of a misunderstanding on the part of a dispatcher from the Northern California Power Agency. As AMP noted on their website and social media, once an order is received from that state agency, AMP is obligated to follow through with the required actions. Alameda Municipal Power released a statement in wake of the incident saying, quote, We are working to clarify procedures to ensure unnecessary outages do not occur moving forward. We thank you all for your patience and support as we navigate these dynamic situations that change frequently. End quote. For complete details, visit alamedapost.com news. It's been a two-year process, but the California Department of Housing and Community Development has notified the city that Alameda's draft general plan housing element is in substantial compliance with state housing law. This is a major step, as there are many moving parts. Postcast listeners will recall that this is all part of the plan to add 5,300 housing units to Alameda by 2031. As reported by Ken Durr at AlamedaPost.com, since 1969, state law has mandated that local governments determine the number of new homes that must be built and how affordable the homes must be to address the housing needs for residents at all income levels. The Association of Bay Area Governments coordinates the planning effort in the Bay Area as part of the regional housing needs allocation process, which occurs in eight-year cycles. The 2023 to 2031 process is the sixth iteration of that process. The housing elements are broken down according to income levels and measured against the area's median income. Alameda's allocation breaks down to 27% very low income, 15% low income, 16% moderate income, and 42% above moderate income. With the state's acknowledgment of the draft housing element, the Alameda Planning Board will hold a public hearing at 7 p.m. on Monday, September 12th to review and receive public comment on the plan. You can find the full agenda for that meeting in Ken's article at alamedapost.com news. On Tuesday, the City Council voted to authorize the interim city manager to amend agreements between the city and Alameda Point partners for the development of Alameda Point Site A. Site A extends from the Main Street entrance of Alameda Point to the eastern edge of Seaplane Lagoon. The approved amendments include 610 units toward the housing element requirement including 194 affordable units and 416 market rate units, infrastructure for a waterfront performing arts center, phase two of the waterfront park including a kayak launch, a $300,000 contribution toward a future recreation facility. The council also approved Eden Housing Incorporated as the qualified affordable housing developer for Block 10B of Site A. Public comment on the amendments was favorable. In the end, the amendments passed on a 4-1 to vote, with Trish Herrera Spencer casting the lone dissenting vote. For full details, see Karen Jensen's article at alamedapost.com news. Do you work on Alameda Point? You are eligible for a free AC Transit bus pass. The Alameda Transportation Management Association has made it possible for workers to obtain an Easy Pass free of charge that will give you unlimited rides on AC Transit buses. You can find the registration link in the September 8th news brief at alamedapost.com news. Additionally, residents of the Marina Shores and Mulberry communities are eligible for one e Pass per household. Details and signups can be found on the respective HOA websites under the heading Transportation. Don't be surprised if you see someone from Alameda County Industries rummaging through your garbage, recycling, and organics bins soon. In keeping with state law, ACI employees will be checking to ensure that the proper items are in the proper bins. You'll be able to identify the workers by their ACI reflective vests. If items are found out of place, ACI will contact the customer and let them know how to correct the problem going forward. To brush up on what belongs in what bin, visit alamedasorts.com. Our popular walking history tours return this weekend. Dennis Evanoski kicks off Alameda's parks and their neighborhoods, a three-part look at how various Alameda neighborhoods grew up around our parks. This week, Godfrey Park on Bay Farm Island is the starting point. Dennis has written a great introduction to the history of Bay Farm, which originally wasn't even an island. The Ohlone people harvested eggs and shellfish in the marshy area. Later, Bay Farm wasn't even considered part of Alameda when the city was founded in 1853. For a look at the fascinating tale of Bay Farm, visit alamedapost.com slash history. To sign up for the tour, visit alamedapost.com tours. If you sign up for all three tours in advance, you'll save over 10% off the individual ticket price. Now a look at upcoming events of interest to the Alameda community. Unless otherwise noted, details for these events can be found at alamedapost.com slash events. This weekend, the Island Yacht Club presents the 2022 Women's Sailing Seminar. Celebrating its 30th anniversary, this is the West Coast's most prominent sailing event designed and taught by women for women, with a focus on delivering high-quality sailing training and developing community. It's closing weekend for Alterina Playhouse's production of It's Only a Play by Tony and Emmy award-winning playwright Terrence McNally. It's your last chance to catch the show that reviewers have called very funny and that it reminds us how beautiful imperfections can be. Catch the show Friday or Saturday night, or check out the Sunday matinee. Yes, there are breweries at Alameda Point, but this weekend the brews will be flowing a little more freely than usual thanks to two big events on Saturday. After pandemic shut the event down these past two years, Ales for ALS returns to Faction Brewing Saturday from 1 until 5 p.m. More than 40 regional brewers will be represented with proceeds benefiting the ALS Therapy Development Unit. Please note the event is 21 and older only and dogs will not be allowed. Details at FactionBrewing.com. Meanwhile, the California Cornhole Association presents the 6th annual Battlestar Classic on the flight deck of the USS Hornet. Not only will folks be battling for cornhole supremacy, there will also be a beer festival on board as well. Full details on Saturday's event at uss-hornet.org. Looking for something a little quieter, perhaps? Experience one of the true gems of Alameda. The concert's presented by Nancy Gordon at her home at 1021 Union Street. The Music to Inspire series is free to attend, with donations accepted for Meals on Wheels, Alameda Food Bank, Alameda Education Foundation, and All Good Living Foundation. This Saturday, catch the sounds of Suzanne Shazam Simone from 3.30 until 5. Details in the September 8th News Brief at alamedapost.com news. This Thursday, the Alameda Chamber presents the Alameda Job Fair at South Shore Center from 2 until 4.30 p.m. Employers, including the City of Alameda, FedEx, and Amazon, are looking to fill multiple positions, both full and part-time. Attendees should bring resumes and dress in interview-appropriate attire. In Alameda news around the web, the ongoing algae bloom in the Bay and Estuary continues to have an impact on the local ecosystem. It does appear that the main culprit has been identified. Nutrients present in the wastewater that is pumped into the bay from the region's 37 sewage treatment plants. This is not a sewage leak. Rather, it's the nitrogen and phosphorus naturally present in treated wastewater. The source of those nutrients? The contents of the toilets of 8 million people. The ongoing drought has only made the problem worse. There are solutions, but the fix could cost billions. For a detailed look at the issue, visit alamedapost.com external. That's it for this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Visit our website, alamedapost.com slash newsletter, to sign up for our weekly newsletter. It's free, and we'll never sell or give your personal information to anyone. Don't forget, you can support The Post by becoming a member. There's a support level for every budget, but rest assured, our content will never move behind a paywall. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Find The Postcast wherever you get your podcasts, or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler, and I'll be back next Friday with episode 20 of the Alameda Postcast.